0: You know, I'm just a pessimist. Have you ever heard that? Have you ever thought that? Here's the deal, though. Can we learn to be optimistic? Hmm, maybe. How would learned optimism make your brain happy? Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. What's up, y'all? Welcome to today's episode of Happy Brain. If this is your first time listening, what's going on? My name is Heather Parody. I am your host. Today, we are looking at how to learn how to be optimistic. Maybe you are a little optimistic. Maybe you can learn to be a little more optimistic. I don't know. Let's see. Before we get started, I wanted to give a big shout out to Jessica Abby. What's going on, girl? Thank you so much for dropping us this super cool review. It says love, love, love. The title says it all, fun and interesting and quirky ways that might make your brain happy. Heather is the best, recommended to all my family and friends, my daily go-to podcast in the morning. Jessica Abby, well, you made my brain happy. Thank you so much for taking a moment, leaving us that honest review and hey, if you've been listening for a while, and you haven't done so yet, drop us a line. I want to hear from you so much. I would love to hear your thoughts. You can go over to iTunes, your Apple podcasting app, and I'll do my very best to give you a shout out on the show. Now let's get into this. Learned optimism. I connected with Sarah Soyeju, who is the founder of Edible Psychology. Yeah, I said edible. Got your attention, didn't I? Caught my attention. Edible Psychology offers mentorship applying positive psychology to health and nutrition practices and motivational interview coaching. Sarah is an RDN MAPP and is a registered dietitian who offers private nutrition counseling using her novel positive psychology approach. I found her over on the IG. I thought it was interesting that she was blending nutrition and positive psych together. And when I connected with her, she mentioned this thing called learned optimism. What is learned optimism? Well, learned optimism
1: is a theory by Dr. Martin Seligman. He actually came up with this idea that those that are naturally have a tendency of being pessimistic can actually do specific behaviors and changing the way that they explain events in their lives in order for them to start having a more optimistic style of thinking. So what he talks about is that there are three Ps in the way that we explain life's so that he says that it's personal, permanent, or pervasive. And typically, a pessimist can actually explain life's events, whether they're good or bad, um, in, um, a certain type of explanatory style. Whenever it's a bad event, they will say that it's personal, meaning that the cause of the event is actually something having to do specifically with them or permanent, meaning that it will always be like that or pervasive. So that bad event happens to them. And they not only take it personally, but then they think that not only are they, you know, a bad student, but also a bad friend and a bad sister, um, where it kind of creeps and seeps into other aspects of their lives. Now, optimists typically have an explanatory style that can actually flip that around. They can tend to actually see that a bad event happens, not just because of something personally that they did. It could be other people or as outside circumstances. And then when it comes to time, they actually can think about it as, you know, it'll only be like this for a little bit of time. Mm. It won't be like this forever. Um, and optimists sometimes will also, when it comes to a specific case, they will say, you know, I should have probably studied harder for that test. That doesn't mean anything um, about what kind of friend I am or what kind of a sister I am. Um, it really doesn't pervade into other areas of their life. Yes. So what Dr. Seligman really talks about is the way that we can have a happier brain is really capturing some of those negative thoughts that we have. And when we start to notice that they are personal, permanent, and pervasive, and they're really weighing on our thoughts and minds, that we need to really look at that and maybe just actually even writing it down and say, ooh, it will not always be like this. You know, it was, it was not me. I'm not a bad student. I'm not horrible, but actually I should have maybe studied a little harder or that test actually was very difficult, even though I studied really well. So some of the great things that we can do to just make our mind a little happier is learning how to transition the way that we explain things in our lives, definitely the bad things in our lives in a way that it does not influence us to go down that downward spiral of thinking.
0: That makes sense. But tell me this, like, if I've spent 30, 40 years looking at something pessimistically, did I say that word correctly, y'all? Pessimistically. And I'm like, okay, Sarah, I'm going to reframe this to think the test was hard versus I'm dumb. I might say that, but do I need to feel that too for it to work? Well, it takes
1: practice, you know? Honestly, I think that the way that we've constantly had a story in our minds for quite a while, it really takes intentional, like stopping your mind, having to kind of practice it and realizing how you have to just kind of adjust and shift your, the way that you explain things. It's not a cure all just to be able to say, you know, I'm going to start saying that everything else is somebody else's fault or things will not always be like this, but. I think that it is a good start for us, especially if you have some of those really pervasive thoughts that, that get you down very quickly. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a tool in a toolkit, not necessarily a cure-all, but it is something to help you learn along the way.
0: Sarah, how has this made your brain happy?
1: Well, I think that um, I, I am actually kind of a natural optimist. Me too. So it, it, I would say I feel blessed to be able to have kind of that little outlook. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, when I uh, I would say my husband is on the other end of the spectrum where he kind of sees, you know, I do. And all it's crazy. <laughs> um, and so it's good sometimes it's even a, communic- a communication tool with others um, where you can say you know maybe we can shift the way that we're saying that or making that, mm. but. Even though when I'm an optimist, I, my head is crammed with a lot of different negative thoughts a lot of times, especially when it comes to just, you know, can I do this? Am I good enough? And so I do have to actually just pause those moments and shift them. So another cool word that I learned was rumination. The actual visual for that is a pig ruminating is when a pig actually throws up what it's eating. Um, has it kind of roll around in mud again, and then it eats it back up, and then it does it again and again. And there are times where I have to kind of spit out that thought. I can't think like this anymore. Is there a way I
0: can shift and
1: adjust it so that it's not personal permanent, or
0: Big thank you to Sarah for coming on today's episode. Make sure you connect with her at ediblepsychology.com. She loves making healthy behavior stick while keeping your head in a healthy spot. Amen. All of her links, plus everything that she mentioned is linked up in the show notes. We got some fire show notes this week. Make sure you clicky click over there. But before we go, Sarah, anything else? Well, I
1: want to encourage you guys. There's an incredible book by Dr. Martin Seligman. It's a great Mm -hmm. place to start. If you want to dive more into the science of mental health and well-being, he actually wrote a book called Flourish, as well as learned optimism and it can be
0: something that you can start to read more about and learn to apply yourself those books she mentioned as well are in the show notes along with her contact information i'm ready to tap into my optimism y'all ready to tap in (laughs) all right friends whether it is transcendental meditation doing some rejection therapy or learning some optimism we hope you take a moment for yourself today and keep that brain of yours happy Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy.